Welcome back to another episode of the 4th and 4 podcast. We do apologize. We did not release an episode last week. We were on a hiatus because of technical problems, but we will be sure to let our listeners know that if we, there's another problem like that, we will we'll give you a heads up. So, uh, But we got a great episode in front of you. I am here with Nick, my co-host, and Rob, my other co-host today. We're actually fourth and three. Uh, so... Patrick is moving, so even, there's even a better chance of success with fourth and three. Just so you know, that's a good. You're right. Statistically, the odds are in our favor. That's a really so good point. I didn't think soon. about that. Well, let's go, fellas. So Patrick saying, is. Uh, I would for sure go for it on fourth and three. Definitely, fourth and four. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh, I yeah, see. What just you're go saying. for it. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick, that. can I uh, yeah. make a quick shout out? Yeah. To mm-hmm. uh, the creator of our fantastic um, introduction, it's my roommate Glenn Volmer. To all the listeners out there, check him out. He uh, he's got some music out there. He's he's a good artist. Uh, but yeah, shout out Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, the goat. It's a great intro. I really like the intro. You guys like the intro? I love the intro. Dude, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It makes Nailed everything it. much more official. I like it. Um, how you guys doing? Having a good day? Having good, a great yeah. day. Yeah. Busy day. Had to take my dog to the vet. That was fun. And That's I good. am probably getting a dog today. <laughs> You're going to have to man. go to the vet a lot. Get ready. Oh, I know. Prepare man, yourself. I know. Nick's already got a dog. I'm also just ready for... Yeah, we have a dog. And now we've been placed with another dog. So we're going to see how that goes. Yeah, I think we're in like foster stage. I don't know what we're doing with it. It's a trial <laughs> period to adopt. So, yeah, yeah, it is a yeah. trial period. Try before like you Antonio buy. Antonio Brown with the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> also, Avalanche and four. I'll just put that out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're good. Well, we got a great episode for you guys. Uh, we got to talk some news. Got a bunch of news to go over because we didn't uh, get with you guys last time. And then we're going to go through some true or false. We'll explain that segment when we get to it. Then we're going to talk our top 10 or top 12 fantasy wide receivers. This That's a PPR format. And we're all going to compare our lists and we're going to judge each other. It's going to be great. And then that's going to do it. We're going we're to wrap up with our trivia as normal. Uh, our... Fearless trivia master, Patrick. Like we said, he's not here today. And uh, Shaw's not here either. But I will be the trivia master today. Hopefully I can... Hopefully I can fill his big shoes. So, okay. Let's talk some news. Dalton Schultz uh, contract talks are stalling. All right, I read a little blurb about that on CBS News. He is a crucial part of that offense. But he is, I think he was holding out of the rest of OTAs because of those contract talks. And they, they put the franchise tag on him. But, I mean, he's a big piece of that offense. How long has he been there? Two years? Maybe three. It's hard to tell for tight ends because they don't do anything normally th- their rookie yeah, season. Yeah, I think because they, they usually take a couple of years to like develop. So could be. 
So he's he. I honestly I didn't hear about him until the year before last. So is he, I mean, is he a younger guy still, or is he kind of? Oh yeah, no, I th- I think he's pretty young. I just, um, I just I, like don't know nothing. Yeah, I think I think he's like twenty five. Uh, let me see. Hmm. Yeah, he's twenty five. Um, he's got a birthday oh, coming okay. up, July eleventh. Happy birthday, Dalton Schultz. Um, but yeah, he's. He's a really big part of that offense. <laughs> yeah. They they let Blake Jarwin go, I believe, who was their other uh steady That's guy. Who, I was there. trying to think who their other friend was. Yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> so Dalton Schultz is there. I mean, and he and he did pretty well last year. You know, especially fan, fantasy wise for sure. I had him and traded I was him about away. To say, that's how I found out about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of in that tier three fantasy tight ends. But yeah, so hopefully Dalton Schultz gets his bag if he hasn't already because uh, he is very important. I know Patrick hopes he does not get that bag because then that means that they have to play uh, the <laughs> Eagles. So we'll see. Uh, we got to talk about this, guys. This happened a little bit ago last week, but we like we said, we didn't get to cover it. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic retires after nine teams the Fitz magic is over all good things must come to an end him, bro. yeah i know man he, he was he was great finally one of the greats hangs him up right <laughs> the best journeyman quarterback seriously of all time <laughs> seriously yeah, he's he is excellent just a fun he seems like just a, like a nice guy you know like he seems like a guy that you'd want to go grab a beer with at a bar and i'll, I'll miss the absolutely yeah, I'll miss the commentators. You know, every time he steps on the field, you're like, you know, he went to Harvard, right? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. Man. Wait, he went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. What? He said he likes I it when they a say fan that. Of him, um, yeah, because like, who else is in the NFL out of Harvard? Like, that's <laughs> that's a good point. That's a big feat for even Harvard. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of the last the QBs taken in the draft. Harvard, the Titans. Did who's, we? Who's that? Do we got? Uh, who was? A, we had a tight end that we just released. Ferkser. Oh, was he uh, Harvard? Let me. It's Anthony, Nick, right? Anthony. Ferkser. Figure that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you don't you don't see too many Harvard products who play in the big league. So. Yeah. Anyway, a true legend. Yes. Definition of a journeyman. Congrats on the career, Ryan. Rest up. Uh, we've got Aaron Donald got extended. That is great. Great news. If you are a LA Rams fan, uh, Sean McVay has turned off the salary cap setting for his team and they just continue to sign big names. I mean, it seems like, you know, once a month there's some huge name, you know, it was Bobby Wagner, then yeah, resigning Matt Stafford over and, over and over. Cooper Cup extended also. Cooper Another bit Cup. of news. He's he's got like a essentially he's got he got a three year extension or a five year extension, something like that. I can't remember, but he got a bag. A whole lot of money. Um, but congrats. Well deserved, in my opinion. I mean, I think he's some people I'm say not he's even getting that done. What's that? 
how how are they paying all these guys top money? Like like what kind of loopholes are they taking to do that? Because surely there was cap is out. Yeah, someone broke it down. Yeah, I can't remember where it money from. Someone broke it down on a podcast. Um, I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me, but basically it's it is a loophole that they're that they're using. And kind of like, you know, kicking the can down the road as far as when the consequences of signing all these players is going to be. But the way they're going about it is really smart. So hats off to them. And they've kind of, it's really interesting because this is something I kind of want to talk to you guys about. They have this completely different like philosophy as far as team construction than a whole lot of the rest of the league. Whereas the rest of the league, they want to like re up in the draft. That's like, that's what the draft is for. And they'll sign some free agents, but the future is, is the draft to them. And they want a lot of picks. Whereas McVeigh says, you know, I don't really care about that. I want to have, I want to have like the, the products that I know and I'll sign them to decent contracts. And I'll, yeah. I mean, they don't have a first round pick until like 2024 or something like that. So, Sheesh. They're giving up a lot. They're in a very much win now. But like, is it sustainable? I don't uh, think I in the long be. run. Yeah, you can't just keep keep signing all these dudes to big deals. Like the money's gonna like somebody's gonna have to pay their actually the money and give them like give them the money, not just like the the contract that they sign. You know, because there's gotta be the guaranteed money and all that. I don't know how all the contract stuff works, but. Eventually, you know, someone's going to have to pay for it and it's going to run out because everyone just wants to get more for themselves. I feel like they're going to run into a problem, maybe not in the next year or two. It could be it could be four or five years where they're going to have to just start releasing these guys because that money is out. It is not yeah, there anymore. That's what you I'm know? Saying. So yeah, it's like, they're just going to have to get rid of them. So it's, it's a very yeah. much of win now. Who cares about later? Just do get it done now. Yeah, I totally agree. It's it's going to hit one of these days where they're going to, you know, some of their like free agents that they sign are going to get injured and then, you know, there something's going to go wrong and then they're going to be stuck in this situation. I mean, the the culture they've got mm-hmm. right there is like, you know, we're winning and everyone wants to play for us. And so for that reason, you know, they don't have to pay Christian Kirk 80 million dollars or whatever they paid him to go play for Jacksonville cuz if you're on a bad team, you got to pay people to come play for you. But if you're the Rams who just won the Super Bowl and have been in contention for the last three years or so, maybe more than that, yeah. people want to play for you. Yeah. So it definitely helps there. But I think that's going to do it for news. Any other news stories you guys can think of? No, not right now. I'm sure All something right. drastic will come out as soon as we release this episode. So, yeah, <laughs> I feel like Rams, Rams haven't signed a completely Derrick Henry my mind right now. Yeah, uh, hey, no, Derrick Henry returns to Nashville for minicamp. Yes, he did. Thirty-five minutes ago. Let's go. Yes, he did. That is exciting. I'm so happy. I mean, the contracts are. You no, know, people were talking about like, oh, he might hold out. It's like, why would he hold out? It, it makes no sense for him to hold out. He's He's a running back on his second contract. I just I've heard been heard in a couple of rumors that they were talking about even resigning or like getting him a new deal done. I I can't get behind that personally, and I understand it. 
I don't know how much sense it makes with where mm-hmm. he's at in his career. I mean, because I mean, he's just got signed to a, a three-year deal last year. Yeah, something like that. I, I can't remember the exact numbers on it. Running backs just hit a wall, you know, and and time and time again, Patrick's our numbers guy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the one yeah. always googling things and stuff like that. So if we seem uninformed on specifics, <laughs> that's why I'm trying my best over here. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but yeah. Type fast, type fast. <laughs> Derrick Henry should not like I I understand that if you want to keep Derrick Henry, he is a he's a centerpiece of the offense right now, especially now that AJ is gone. Rest in peace. Um but yeah. he I mean it's hard to say because he's proved time and time again that he is like the exception to the rule. And he is he's Derrick Henry, he's the king and you can't really apply the same rules to him, but I think that, you know, I mean, if he's 28, I think. I think this this season is really going to dictate a lot. Yeah, like, you know, it's going to depend on how well he comes back from this injury because, you know, you saw Taylor Lewan, he didn't have the best year right after a big injury. So if he rushes like, for 1,800 yards. He only got one game back. Yeah, yeah. If he rushes for 1,800 yards, yeah. I – you know, I think that the Titans should trade him and get a bag because we've already kind of committed to, to just the committee. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've already committed to, you know, Malik young, Willis to young, yeah. to, to, you know, and Traylon Burks or Traylon. I think that's how he wants it pronounced. Traylon Burks, Kyle yeah, Phillips, Malik Traylon. Willis. Yeah. We've committed to having a good offense two years from now. So we might as well, you know, Oconquo. Yeah, maybe. I like Chig. I like no, Chig. I'm pumped about him. Yeah, he's a tight end for, he's the, gonna be. for the Titans. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, big, big Titans guys here. <laughs> We're gonna move forward. We are big <laughs> Titans guys. We're gonna move forward to true or false. Okay, or false facts is another term we can use for this segment. Basically, the way it's gonna work is each of us are gonna read a statistic or a fact. And it is up to the other two of us to guess whether this is true or this is false. They could, you know, they could be either one. We don't know. So, Rob, why don't you kick it off? All right. Cool. All right. Number, my first one at least. Uh, At nearly 6,000 social media posts, the Eagles are the the most tattooed fan base. True or false? The Eagles the Philadelphia the most, Eagles as the most tattooed fan base. True or false? That's true, I think. Uh, what do you think, Chip? Mm, that's tough because I feel like the Raiders fan base has a lot of tattoos. Um, <laughs> that one was, was definitely in the rankings for sure. Man. That one, and I believe it was... Uh, Maybe the Dolphins. I think it was too. Browns was the in the top three with this one, but dang, it's in fact true according true. to <laughs> okay. this, uh, okay. this uh, research that whatever was done in like 2000, 2020. Interesting the source of this article. So what we're saying so, is Patrick yeah. needs to get a tattoo at the end of the season to up that number. I think it should be involved in a bet at least. Oh, you know, just to agreed. get the stakes a little bit higher than a pie to the face, you know. 
get the little <laughs> Eagles logo tatted on his butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, All right. Okay. Nick, what you, you guys got? Yes. All right. I got um, true or false. A player, one single player, has thrown multiple touchdown passes and caught multiple interceptions in a single game. True. Chip. That's true. That's true. I think I just saw a blurb about this. Is that right? It is. Okay, yeah, it's true. You guys yep. are both right. Do you guys uh, know who it man, is? I, uh, no, it's... um. I, ju- I literally just saw a video tongue. about this. It's on to my tongue. I watched a video about this today when I was doing research for really? this. He was a Washington, guy. yeah, Washington quarterback in 1943. Yes. Uh, uh, Patrick would know. Oh my God! Can you he give me his nickname? Because if you give me his nickname, oh, oh, I saw it. I saw it in the video, and then I know that's gonna uh, trigger. Sling- it. Okay, it's slinging. Um, that's a different nickname. Oh, I th- I saw a different one. Do you want me to say his name? Yeah, I oh, it's making me so mad because okay. I I watched the same video, but it. yeah, he had he threw four four touchdowns and four interceptions in the same game. No, he caught four. Or interceptions. he caught. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, or yeah. that's what I meant to say. Which yeah. is actually insane. Uh, his Bro, thing yeah, is, he because he played quarterback, defensive back, and punter. Yeah, you got jo- is it you Johnny? Have the guy. No, I know it, exactly who it is. You it's have not the guy. Johnny Unitas. It's uh Sammy Sammy Ball uh, or Boss. Sa- okay, yeah. Yes, B A U G H. I'm not sure how, how he pronounces that. Like cough Patrick or, is Patrick is or, listening or, in from his move, and and he he guessed it. Patrick Patrick said it was Sammy Ball. That Sammy is correct. Ball. Probably because he Old watched him. Probably because he watched him play in person. He was probably at that game. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick yeah, he, was he the one who threw those color. four interceptions. <laughs> Patrick listening in while yeah, uh, moving. I, I thought that was crazy, actually. Yeah, because I remember I was like, wait. What did that dude say? Like, did they say he threw four interceptions and threw four touchdowns? Yeah, James Winston like, can do that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's not that impressive. <laughs> Just chuck it up, you know. Like, but then I was like, oh no, dang, that was crazy. Yeah, my man, my man's Tom Brady and Deion Sanders in one game. <laughs> Come on, all right, that's all right. My I wonder turn. what football's like. Anyway, go Chip if you got one. Okay. In his yeah. first three seasons with the Titans. Derek Mason had just over 600 yards receiving. Total. In his first three seasons? In his first three seasons. That seems oddly specific, so I'm going to say true. Probably, yeah, true. <laughs> it could be, a, it could be a, a plot to be specific and then fake you out. But it's not. It could it's also true. Just be a, a red true. herring, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. In his first three seasons, <laughs> just, he had, gotcha. just under or just over six hundred. Just over. Yeah, he had six hundred and eight yards receiving in his first three seasons with the Titans. And in that, in one of those games, he oh played God. thirteen, or one of those seasons, he played thirteen games. So, a late bloomer, I guess, is what just you could out. call him. Absolutely not targeted at all. Rob, you got another stat for us. Uh yeah, I got some. All right, all right. True or false? Randy Moss is the only wide receiver to score a touchdown against every single NFL team. That's false. That's got to be false. 
I think it's I think it's true. I'm there's one to, player to do it. To score a touchdown against every Who, team? He, yeah, one one receiver has scored a touchdown against every other team. Well no, yeah, he did play for all multiple 32 teams. teams. Remember when he played for the Titans? I, I think it's true for that reason <laughs> right there. Yeah, he, he's been on enough teams and That's played true. long enough to have the chance to play every team in the NFL, including Minnesota. You know, so I'd say true. Chip, uh, Chip. I'm gonna say false. I'm probably wrong, but I'm gonna say false. It is indeed false. It hey. is actually, actually, another journeyman wide receiver, Terrell Owens. Scored oh. a touchdown against every single NFL team. That that makes sense too. For the same okay, reason that Randy Moss gotcha. made sense to me. <laughs> yeah, the same. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just thinking, dude, when I was making this up, I was like, who's another wide receiver who's bounced around a whole lot? Yeah, like, yeah. Randy okay. Moss, my man. Ones, baby. Yeah. All right, Nick. This, this is a fun one. I, I enjoyed this. I had some fun with this. I got some good ones. Yeah. All right. I, okay. Let me figure out how to word this because the way I, all right. So, True or false, Calvin Johnson holds the NFL record for single uh, receiving yards in a game at 329. That's false. I know that. I know that's false. False. Because I've seen the guy who's, who I holds the record, and it's a weird name. Flipper I can't remember Anderson? his name. Flipper. That was his name. Yeah. Flipper yeah. Anderson from the Rams. Yeah, you guys are both right. It's false. He had 336, so Calvin only fell seven yards short. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but, that's right. That bro, like, that dude was like a. I watched. The, I, yeah, I saw a thing about him too, and I was like, "Oh man, what a he, name!" He played for the OG Rams, the the OG LA Rams. Yeah, the OG LA Rams. Yeah, he did. He All did. Right, Chip, you got a, you got one for us. Yeah. Okay. So the Minnesota Vikings. This is last year. The Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. played in one score games in fourteen of their first fifteen games. 14 of the first 15 games were one-score games. I just want to say false. I want to say false. I mean, it's probably going to be true. I'm going to say false, too. That seems too many to be that close. Like consecutively. Like, that's almost the entire like season, almost. That is true. It's, but I feel like that would be something... Really? It is true. I had a feeling. Because the Vikings... Yeah. They were, they were, they were in like, a lot They were kind of, of almost there. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they were. <laughs> if you go look at their schedule, uh, it, it was it was pretty close. A lot of those games, but yeah. Uh, all right, Rob. All right. So, Luke Keekley is tied for the most combined tackles in one game at twenty four with Bobby Wagner. True or false? True. True. False. Dang. He's actually tied with David Harris of the New York Jets. Who okay. Also, actually, uh, David Harris owns the sol- the record for the most solo, which was 20 solo tackles in one game. Oh, wow. So oh, I, wow. I didn't look up much about him. I didn't have time to just at work and stuff, but uh, <laughs> and he was going crazy. like he was a beast of a linebacker <laughs> back when the Jets were actually good, which makes sense because people always talk about when the Jets were good. Well, yeah, like no a one long, can remember that. Ago, and I just think they're making it up. <laughs> right. People, I just assume people were just making it up and like pulling it out of their ass. But in fact, it, they're actually right. The Jets were good at one time, like in the dawn of creation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, but right. yeah, no one. Back when they were called the Titans, I bet. 
<laughs> Seriously, I forgot they were called the Titans. You're right, though. Anyway, who's got another one? I've got like two more good ones. Two more, I think. Nick, you got one? Yeah, two more. Actually, no. <laughs> okay, that's all right. I got one more, and it's a three-parter. Okay, so it's it's a little harder, so take all some right. time to think about it. Juju Smith-Schuster, okay, has been in the NFL for six years, and he's 25 years old, and he's currently stepping into a role in Kansas City where 70% of their wide receiver targets were vacated. Is that entirely true, partly false, or completely false? Is gibberish an option? <laughs> the first part is true because he entered the he entered the league really. Wait, young. he's the oldest wide. What? He's been in the NFL for Read six years. He's been in the NFL for six years, but he's only twenty five years old, and he's stepping into. That's part of the question. Yes. And he's stepping into Kansas City. Okay, because I know he was drafted young. That makes sense. He was drafted young out of USC. I know that for a fact. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's stepping into Kansas City where seventy uh, percent. He's stepping into a. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's stepping into a role where seventy percent of the wide receiver targets just got vacated. Makes sense. Yeah. Because Tyreek. The Tyreek. Uh, Pringle. Uh, uh, Hardman didn't Hardman leave? No, Hardman's, Hardman's still there. Still, he's still there. Who's who's not? Uh, Sammy Watkins lost? is gone. Yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't that with the Chiefs last year, though. Like seventy percent was just vacated as of just like this past year. Yes, I think that part is true though. Because oh, uh, uh, no, wait. I mean, Kelsey's still there. He held. Yeah, a lot Kelsey of is still but there. These, these are wide receiver targets. But, like I feel like he alone is like 30, 30 Okay. Okay. Oh, then yeah, definitely, yeah. Because Kelsey, if Kelsey's not even part of it, then I believe. Okay, I believe that part's true. So, what's the last part, or is that the last? That's part? it. So, all all this true. Final answer for y'all. Oh, all true. Yeah, I'm gonna go true. Yeah, no, you're right. It is all true. It's I I thought that was crazy. I that he is. It just seems crazy to me that he has been in the league for six years, and yeah, he he got drafted when he was 19. Yeah, that's that's insane to me. And I didn't, you know, I, so I didn't think that uh, like I don't know. He played like I think a he, year, two years. I think he was a uh early transfer or early entry guy. Yeah. Like that's early crazy. graduate or something. That's pretty that is pretty that's pretty sweet though. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I that was before the NIL too, so he's Yeah. When I read that stat I was like trying to get that money. Yeah. Oh agreed. When I read that set, I was like, dang, am I am I sleeping on Juju in fantasy this year? Because seventy percent <laughs> no. of those wide receiver targets. That's a lot, man. That is a lot. I mean, I don't Might think he's a wide receiver good, like, one, but mid round pickup. Yeah. I'd probably glance his way like, we'll see fifth, like sixth round ish, fifth, sixth round. Um but yeah, that yeah. Any, any, anyone else? Rob, do you have uh, one more for us? Yeah, I got, I got, I got two more actually. Okay. If, if uh, oh, we got plenty of time. We're good. All right. True or false? Tom Brady is the most intercepted quarterback in the playoffs. 
the playoffs stump me because I it's I, in the playoffs. Dang. I'm going to say I think it's Well, the thing is like who's been there? Is this to, like, like total interceptions? Yeah, like he's thrown the most interceptions in the playoffs. Like of anybody to throw interceptions in playoffs, Tom Brady. I th- I'm going to say true just true because he's been there so often. Yeah, he's been there a lot true for as sure. well. The only other guy it, I can think of, it doesn't matter. True, that's true. Yep, it is true. All right. How many? How many has he thrown? Uh, I think it was 39. <laughs> 39? All right. This last one that... <laughs> it's like the most touchdowns in the Super Bowl, so... Yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of like when you've been to, like, been to nine and one seven, right? Yeah, I know Shaw's not here to yell at me about getting it wrong or humiliate me, so I'm not going to feel too bad about it today. This is a safe Shaw space to hate on Tom Brady. Right now. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, I got one more. Okay, let's okay. True or false? The Pittsburgh Steelers' first ever selection in the NFL draft was named William Shakespeare. That's so specific. The NFL, it's true. The NFL is not that old. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me he was writing plays and just being a ball hawk on the fact that kind of plays he was writing. It all makes sense now. <laughs> but the, the, CTE, the CTE yeah. gave him the plays, right? Yeah, right, right. I thought that was just funny. <laughs> a weird little coincidence. That is interesting. That's interesting. We're going to move forward into our top 12 fantasy wide receivers. Okay. This is going to be fun. And what we're going to do is, you know, I will start. And we'll go. Do you guys want to start at one or do you want to start at 12 and work up? Let's do like one, we all compare our one. All two, right. we all compare our two. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, Rob, what is your, who's your one? Cooper Cup. I'm not usually a numbers guy, but. You know, when it's served, the numbers are served you on a blue and gold platter from Matthew Stafford, you know, you kind of can't, you know, you take it. All right. We got to move on. We're going to talk about our top 12 fantasy wide receivers. We're going to each read our number ones and we're going to move down from there. And we're going to judge each other and tell each other we're wrong and stupid. (sighs) And it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to. Yes. Cuss and scream and fight. (laughs) Absolutely. So Rob, why don't you kick it off? the Patreon. Yeah, why don't you kick it off, Rob, right, and so, tell us your number one. <laughs> My number one is uh, pretty obvious. Uh, just looking back at last year, but Cooper Cup. I mean, numbers don't lie with him. He just put on a show with Matt Stafford, and when Matt Stafford's throwing to him, like you know, he's gonna you're gonna have a solid dude at quarterback, and it's not Jared Goff. Like <laughs> the odd, the chances that that gives him already are just tremendously better. So Cooper Cup agreed. I think that all right. You know, Sam that. Darnold. I think Sam Darnold and Marcus Mariota are the only two quarterbacks that would probably put him in a worse situation <laughs> than Jared Goff. Honestly, so yeah, Matt Stafford is is great for him. Obviously, and you know, even if he has a little bit of touchdown regression, he was so dominant with you know 
with Bro, other think, great wide receivers on I the field. I think the way like Tom Brady, look at Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady's going till the wheels go off. So Matt Stafford, now that he's got the the team with him, so he's actually being used better than he was in Detroit. Like yeah. as long as he gets keeps having weapons around him, I think he'll be I think he'll be able to keep playing for a long time and I think he's only going to get better to, as he stays in LA and gets to learn that offense with McVay even better and like McVay just even learns even better how he can use him in the offense. Yeah. If they can keep him around with contract at least. Absolutely. My Absolutely. only concerns are and I was talking with Shaw about this the other day. My only concerns for Cupper if, you know, if Allen Robinson isn't actually done, you know, and he was just a product of a Matt Nagy situation and a, you know, Andy Dalton and a rookie Justin Fields. If he's still excellent and they resigned Odell Beckham, I think that'll probably hurt Cup a little bit. But I think that it's yeah. very fair to have Cup at number one. He's my number one as well. Spoiler alert. Nick, what about you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I have, I'll, I'll, okay. I have Jay Jettas at one. Coop, Cooper oh, Cup at okay. two. Okay. And the reason, the sole reason Cooper Cup is not number one on my list is because Allen Robinson is on that team now. Okay. I think he's got, he, he's obviously a respected receiver on that team. He's going to get all of the catches, the majority of the catches in the yards. But because Allen's on that team, man, I just, I don't know. I like Jay Jetta's chances to go number one and come so you're Coop, still Cup a, uh, two for me. You're still an Allen Robinson believer then. Yeah, and because last season I was think, atrocious. Yeah, I'll even go as far as saying I it was, but like his quarterback was Andy Dalton and rookie Justin Fields. I think Matt I think Matthew Stafford is gonna turn him up. Turn him up. And so much that I have him I'll just I have him at number nine, Alan okay. Robinson, on this list. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so I'll just throw out my one, two, and nine there. So Allen Robinson <laughs> and Cooper Cup are in my order. Top, okay. both in my top twelve, considering the situation they're in. All right. All right. And uh, Patrick has let us know that his number one is also Cup, and I assume it's for many of the same reasons that we already mentioned. He's my number one. Like I said, he's just excellent. I think that he's gonna. You know, he's got Matthew Stafford's trust, obviously. So I think that even if you know Robinson and Odell. You know, if Odell's there and Robinson is still a good wide receiver, I th- I, th- I still think he's going to get enough attention to uh, be the number one. Or I think top three is certainly locked in for him. I think we can all agree on that. But all right, yeah. number two, I'll throw out mine first this time. My number two wide receiver is Stefan Diggs. Wide receiver out of oh. Buffalo. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> Stefan Diggs. I am very high on Diggs this year because Emmanuel Sanders leaves. And for many of the same reasons that you said, Nick, he's got Josh Allen throwing him the ball. Gabe Davis, they're they're hoping Gabe Davis steps up into this wide receiver two role. But other than him, it's Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder, you know. They're they're not going to yeah they're not going to spread the ball out to bad players and I'm not saying Jamison Crowder is a bad player I think Jamison Crowder is actually a pretty good player but I think Isaiah McKenzie is more of a special teams you know wide receiver three type of guy but I I just really like Stefan Diggs and another reason is that he is 
because he's on the Bills, he is essentially game script proof. And what I mean by that is the Bills don't run the ball. Okay? They just don't. When they are up in a game, they're going to continue to pass the ball. You know? And I mentioned this when talking with you guys earlier. Yeah, like they showed that in the the playoffs, right? They did. They just killed the Patriots. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they really did. Um, they like brutal. Exactly. It it doesn't matter because you know you, you get teams like the Titans or the Ravens where if they are up in a game, they're going to run the ball and then use up the clock. But the Buffalo Bills are just a high flying offense, and that's just what they do. So. That's why he's number two for me. What about you, Nick? Oh, I I said Cooper Cup. I just went ahead and rolled into it because you guys both had him at one. Okay, Cooper Cup two for me. Yeah. I uh, okay. So I had Devontae Adams as my number two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I actually I had Stephon Diggs as my number three though. I think he's gonna. I don't know. It was a tough decision for me between all of them, but I just think him and Derek Carr are going to be pretty solid there in uh, in Vegas. And he's going to, I think it's going to take him a little bit. I don't think he's going to be an immediate success in fantasy for sure. Like I would say maybe probably by week six is when I'm thinking he's going to start really getting just gel in there and start getting the offense figured out and yeah, start clicking with the car even better. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. I'm just I'm having a feeling with him for intuition. Call it. Yeah, they don't really have a whole. It's got me pretty far in fantasy football, so I I go with it. Maybe a little bit of bias there. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, you're talking to a former champ here, so <laughs> I might keep doing what I've been doing. Former, former champ. Not not a repeat. I made sure. I mean, of you're that a former one. champ too. Congratulations. We've, That's true. we've both won this. That's Good true. job. We're in the same uh the same category now, I guess. But all right, uh number three. Uh Rob, why don't you lead it off? Diggs. Oh, that's right. That's right. I had Diggs. Diggs. Okay. Yep. All right. Nick. These Nick, lists you're making are a crazy face over there. Like we're at three and I'm already like, dang. I got Jamar <laughs> Chase at three. Ooh, okay. I mean, let, dude, Jamar Chase finished. Was it two or three in his rookie year? Yeah, I'm not on the Jamar Chase Kool Aid. Oh. We've, we've we've talked about this. Come uh, on, dude. I love Jamar Chase. I got him at three, and he's good. I, I'm not denying it. He's good, but he's gonna blame you, Nick. Just, Mr. Burrow. Yeah, you're you, right. You say what? No, I don't blame you, Nick. I I I definitely see the arguments and the hype and. He's right. If he stays in the league for a while, he'll probably. He'll, I think he's probably be a Hall of Famer. I know that's way early to say that, but everything if, we've seen on yeah. the field. I just, I love that Joe Burrow to Chase connection. I think, yeah, I just think it's wonderful. And you know, he's got it, man. He's got it. He's, <laughs> he's, good. Yeah, he's, he's a deep. He's he's solid. He's I legit. Mean, I just don't have him that high up. I'm not saying he's a bad dude, like a bad receiver. Yeah, and I think it's the same with what you guys had. Like you had Adams at two, you said? Yeah. And like I have Adams somewhere very close to that, and but not at two. So it's like, you know, we all have our different opinions on this. 
Yeah, I guess sometimes oh, yeah. it comes down to the little details. You said Jerry Judy for one. Is that was that <laughs> who you said? <laughs> Jerry Judy. No, yeah, no, Jerry Nick Judy is. Sorry. We'll talk about this later because uh, I'm going to get there. But Nick is Nick is with me in our previous a lunatic. Uh, talk. He he he's he oh, is yeah. uh, in in our previous talk. Um, but what about you, Rob? Oh no, you already said yours. Uh, my number three is Jay Jettas. Wait, what number are we on? Number three. Yeah. Oh yeah. My my number three is Justin Jefferson. Okay. Yeah, he's excellent. Uh, and okay. Adam Thielen's getting older, and there's not really anyone else on that team that could threaten for targets at this point. It was really, you know, Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson. It was tough for me two and three. It it really it came down to the quarterback situation to me. I, I trust Josh Allen more than I trust uh, Mr. Cousins. So. <laughs> I, I think That's that, but I, but I think that Jefferson's going to be great. I think he's going to be just fine. So, yeah, number four, right? My number four is Debo Samuel. The get at, he's not going to play this year, bro. <laughs> yes, he is. What are you Why talking is he not about? Gonna play? You, dude, yeah, he is. They're going to figure it out before you think they're going to figure still it out. Two seasons. There's still two months of the season. They're going to figure something out. I feel like he's going to sit out. If he sits so. out, I left him I'll off. Feel, I'll feel really dumb. But I mean, is that not is that not like what would happen in his situation? He doesn't want to play for San Francisco. Well, his him and AJ Brown have the I same feel like agent. We'll get something done. Once, yeah. So, so you think something's going to get done? He's going to something's going to get done, or he's going to go to a different team. And if he if he goes to a different team, like you know, if he goes to, uh, you know. Off the top of my head, if he goes to say the Cowboys, okay, as an example, mm-hmm. I still think he's going to be like excellent. I don't see, I don't really see a situation where he's not a top eight at least. Oh yeah, anywhere he goes, he's gonna yeah be phenomenal. Anywhere if, if he this, stays healthy, is this with or without the rushing? This is with because is because fantasy, I think I mean, that well yeah exactly. He, I think if he goes somewhere else, yeah, it's for it's it's for fantasy. So if he goes somewhere else, I th- I think that they're going to use him that way too because he's, you know, he's that guy. So, um, but yeah, what about y'all? Four. Right. I had him as well. Debo got four. Debo. I got Mister okay. Devonte. Patrick uh, okay. had. I can respect that. Yeah, little update from Patrick. Patrick had Jay Jettas at two, Diggs at three. He has Jamar Chase at four, so he is on that Jamar Chase train, okay, uh, as well. Right along there with you, Nick. Number five, Rob. Who's your number five? Tyreek. Tyreek. I think he's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, I think him and Tua are. I think eventually, I think they're gonna figure it out down there. And he's just one of those dudes that he's just got the speed to get all over the field. So, yeah, I'm not necessarily sure Tua is gonna be able to just bomb it to him, but he can for sure get it to him like wherever he's at on the field. And then Tyreek, you know, he's just one of those dudes that can make distance himself between players just with his ability to get all over the field. Yeah. I like that. I had I had Tyreek at five as well. Okay, Patrick has he has Devonte Adams at five. 
Um, and my number five is, oh, I said Devontae Adams as well. So that, that's where I've got Adams. I think, you know, I like him there, but I think that he's not higher for me because of Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. So mm-hmm. it, it comes down to little details like that. That's why making that's the list was so hard. So, yeah. You really got to think about like the situation they're in. You do. You do. Um, just throwing in the ball. Exactly. You got to get the whole picture. Um, number six, I have CD lamb coming in at number six. Ooh. I think that he is, you know, with the, with Amari Cooper leaving and yeah, I mean, the wide receiver too is what's his name? Uh, Michael Gallup. I don't really see him galloping yeah. his way to yeah. a thousand yard season. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Yeah. I have, I, I like him. I had him pretty uh, I have him down there at eight, but he's a solid CD lamb. Cause he's like, yeah, I mean with Gallup gone or not Gallup gone, um, Amari Cooper gone. Like he's the obvious number one there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right, Nick, what about you? Six. I finally have Stefan Diggs. Okay. Stefan Diggs is six. That's where that, I'm putting him. I don't know. That hurts, and I it's and hard, I man. think you're you're dumb and stupid, <laughs> and you don't know what you're talking I about. I like it a little bit now, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't no, know, man. So I just, many times I the it, other options and exactly, ah. exactly. So many times it comes down to like it's tough. Who's who's in front of them, you know, and not like how good they are. Like I, I look at it now. I look at my list, and I'm like, yeah, I could easily put Diggs at three and Jamar at six. Like, like it's so interchangeably close that it's hard to make the list. But I have Diggs at right. six. I mean, okay, he could be six by the difference of a point, man. Like, come on, I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Um, right. Patrick's is Debo. Thank you, Thank you, Debo at six. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I think that's too low, Patrick, but. You, uh, you do you, but I, I'm also biased because of Debo helped me win a championship this last year in fantasy. So, uh, for six, I had Justin Jefferson. Wow. Number six, Nick, how do you feel wow. about that? Pretty, pretty low, man. He's my number <laughs> one guy. <laughs> I swear. I thought you were saying Jeffrey or, uh, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. <laughs> And but, I was like, you have him at number one? I'm not even sold on Jerry Judy being wide receiver two yeah. on that well, team right now. That's why I made okay. that face at first. That's why I made that face we'll when you were like, Jerry. I was like, what? Jay Jettis, <laughs> baby. Jay Jettis. Okay. Yeah, that's his nickname. I'm old. Sorry, I don't know all these these hip young nicknames for the players. That's all right. Wait, so why that's, is that's fair, Justin man. Jefferson down down at six for you? Um, Because Kirk Cousins is throwing to him. Yeah, that's fair. I won't argue with that. I, I think that's really I, know. I agree with that, but I also. <laughs> I so. if he was in another like another team, I think I would definitely have him way up there. But yeah, yeah. and Thielen's did. still there. Thielen's still got has got a lot in the tank, I think, too. So that's true. That's true. I think it's just gonna be, yeah. All right, for mine, number seven, I have Jamar Chase down at seven, and the reason I'd have him down there. And I know that's against like a lot of the like the big 
ADP or draft big boards, whatever. I think that there's too much inconsistency there. I haven't seen Burrow successfully support two game-breaking wide receivers at the same time. So I think that what you're going to see, I think you're going to see explosion games like, you know, his, uh, what was it, week, like week 17 game or whatever, where he had like 250 yards for three touchdowns, something like that. Yeah. But then you're going to see... so hot and cold. Exactly. But then you're going to see T. Higgins games and probably some Joe Mixon games too. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I could be completely wrong and Burrow takes a step and is able to support everybody but I haven't seen it yet. So that's, that's why Jamar Chase is down there for me. What, what about seven for you guys? I got Mike Evans. Okay. I don't hate it. And with Tom Brady, t- Tom Brady being back is honestly the reason I've put him up there. I mean, he had, a, he honestly has really good fantasy seasons for the past yeah. two, three years. And he's a touchdown machine, which is why I like him in the top 10. Yeah. Um, Chris Godwin being there makes it, Kind of like a you know a battle for targets, but he, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a touchdown machine, so he's putting up six and six and six and six. So I like him with Brady again, so I got him at seven. Godwin's also coming off that ACL, so I think that that could all, that could affect the targets that come his bit, way. Yeah. yeah, agreed. The other, I mean, the other guy there is Russell Gage right now, so I don't think anyone thinks Russell Gage is going to siphon mm-hmm. too many targets from Big Mike. No. <laughs> Rob, what about you? Uh, I had AJ Brown. Yep. My boy. Okay. My favorite. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, he's a, I think a little home I'm excited bias. for him as a dude. As, as Yeah, I'm excited for him as a player. I'm super bummed as a fan that he's leaving the Titans. Yeah. But like, I don't, I'm not mad at the dude. Like, I wish he had handled the whole transition a little bit better. But Ultimately, I'm happy for the dude that he got a huge contract and a new opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I do think he's going to be a stud up in Philadelphia, and they're going to rely on him really heavily. So okay. I'm going to keep him. Uh, hopefully, keep him on my team in the uh, the keeper league. We'll see. That one's up to the man upstairs, but uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Tyreek is Patrick's number seven. I believe so. That's a little okay. bit lower than uh, some of us. Some other ones. I assume that's probably because of. Well, if it was me, it's because of Tua, and Tua not being You're or right. not showing his, you know, downfield threat ability, and also this is the, you know there's Jalen Waddle and those other guys, but we'll we'll get there. Um, number eight, I have Mike Evans at number eight, so pretty close. To you, Rob. Yeah. Uh, or, or sorry, Nick. Uh, Wrong. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I he, had CD he's Lamb excellent. at number eight. Yeah. CD Lamb. Okay. What about you, Nick? I had at number eight Hunter Renfro. Shut up. Shut up. I'm serious. I'm. What is dude, that? He was. So- Hunter Renfro, just mark it, bro. Bank it, bank it. He just got that 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 sweet deal. He's coming off a great fantasy year. I don't know. I had him in fantasy, dude. He 
killed it. I'm pretty sure I'd have to go look. I'm pretty sure he finished in the top 10 last year, if I'm being honest with you. It could have been top 15, but considering Hunter Renfro, dude. It's my extreme hot take on my list, Hunter Renfro. That is a hot take. I, I think he's he's an excellent wide receiver. I respect it. And he does dude, have the routes. benefit of he, he has the benefit of Clean. having the the chemistry with Carr already that Devonta Adams, you know, doesn't have right now. He hasn't played with him in a yeah. while. And Waller, you know, Waller's there. Right. That that's that's spicy. I won't lie to you. That is spicy, but I know it's spicy. But <laughs> I think I think he's got some spicy. I think the attention curry. is on him a little bit more now, and he's earning some respect. Oh, that sounds good. Some Indian curry. Yeah, the- I mean, yeah, yeah. If, if Cooper Cup is like the like buttered chicken of like of like hot takes, that's mm-hmm. that's that's like the. What's a spicy Indian? What's the name of a spicy Indian food? I only know the mild ones because I don't eat a whole lot of like super spicy. I thought it was just curry. We'll go with that. Spicy curry. I like super <laughs> spicy. This is spicy on the same boy point as me saying the Jags like could could probably do good this year. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Ew. So take everything Nick says. I'm with just a grain saying, of salt. man. I'm just. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, do it. But, however, I'm just Man saying. Man needs therapy. I had him last year, and he was putting up 27-point games, 28-point games. Like He was killing it the, the second yeah. half of the year, man. And now that he's being recognized for it, it's just like, why not? Why not pop off? Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully Nick can get the help that he so desperately needs. Uh, but moving on to... <laughs> Betterhelp.com. No. <laughs> Uh, going on to number nine. Number nine is where I have Tyreek Hill. Um, for the same reasons that I outlined for Patrick, Jalen Waddles there, Mike Gesicki's there. You know, Raheem Mostert can catch out of the backfield. Chase Edmonds absolutely can catch out of the backfield. And I just don't think Tua's got it. You know, I haven't seen it. What do you guys think? Do y'all think Tua's got it? I don't think Tua's got it, but I mean, dude's not like the worst quarterback ever to start. Like, you know, he's not yeah. gonna be the best ever, but I think he can be a I think he can be a suitable weapon until they can get a better one for him. That's fair. But I think that's gonna really elevate the Dolphins to the next level is if they can find somebody to help him and Waddle and Gasecki. So so you're saying that Tua doesn't got it, but he's got enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like I hate Tua. I don't want that to be uh, the, the clip of this because I don't think he's terrible. I mean, he's not – again, he's not like uh, – I think he's better than like Mariota and who was the other one you mentioned before? Darnold. Yeah, Darnold. Yeah, Darnold for sure. Uh, I mean, like what? who else is starting in the NFL right now that's better than him? I can name a you couple. Mean that yeah. Okay. Uh, Patrick has uh, Patrick has Lamb. Taylor Drew, Drew, Drew Locke. Yeah, definitely better than Drew Locke. Oh yeah, that's true. Jamie's is he better than Jamie's? Yes. I'd rather have him <laughs> over Jamie's for sure. Okay. Same. Okay. Would you have rather have him rather over, have him over Zach Wilson? Okay. What about Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Really. 
I think you don't have two I, I over think. Kirk Cousins. I mean, I might, that, accurate, that, one might, that one might make me pump the brakes a little. So really yeah, that's the line. But, is it the line for you? <laughs> I wouldn't say I, it's the line I wouldn't cross, but Patrick, I'd want to definitely be sure before I did. Would you rather have Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts or, or Tua? <laughs> that's a tough one because there's a lot of personal bias there. There's a lot of personal bias there because Jalen Hurts went to Al- or Oklahoma after he went to Alabama, and you guys all know how I feel about Let's Oklahoma. Let's say he went to Texas Tech. And played at Texas Tech. Okay. Yeah, but he didn't. He went to OU, and that is forever ingrained. <laughs> it doesn't matter, in, Chip. In fact, you're right. Because I shouldn't even 15 in OU still sucks. <laughs> I, I think I'm behind on Patrick's rankings. He had CD at eight, and he had Evans at nine, which I think that's that's fine. I have Evans at eight, so you know, it's Evans at nine. It, yeah, that's that's about the same. So. Moving down to number 10, I have A.J. Brown at my number 10 spot. I view the move from the Titans to the Eagles as a lateral move as far as situation for him. I think Tannehill might be a better, you know, like like pure passer right now, at least that we've seen than Hurts. But who knows? I... uh, AJ has done it in a low passing volume system before. I think the Eagles threw the ball the least of any team last year. So, especially over the second half of the season. So we'll we'll see. But I think that's pretty. I think AJ at ten isn't too crazy of a stretch if he stays healthy. I don't think so either. Yeah, that was a big thing for me is just him staying healthy because he's had some issues with that last year. I think it was six games he missed. I think. Yeah. Patrick has AJ at 10 as well. So him and I are uh, on the same page as far as that goes, at least. Uh, number, uh, did I get y'all's 10? Wait, we're doing 10. Uh, I had D Hop. Okay. D Hop has been, you know. Dang. So you yeah. think D Hop is going to you know, not play I, you six know, he's games? Got the, well, then... He's got the six. He's got the six games, but then, dude, is a stud. He would definitely be way higher if he wasn't out for the first six. I but agree. I think. I think if yeah, I just think of Carolina or uh, the Cardinals. Uh, just if they can get through that kind of bump of the six games without him at the beginning of the season, I really do think. I mean, I remember that episode we talked about our predictions. I think they're going as far, I uh, definitely to the playoffs, and I have them going all the way to the Super Bowl against the Bills. I think it was. If the Cardinals can get through the first six games, I'm not saying they have to go six and zero, but like you know, if, as long as they just don't get destroyed i think they'll be okay in the season once d hop gets back and they can kind of start to use him in the towards the end of the season towards towards the uh playoff push i think that's fair yeah nick what was your 10 oh i had cd 10 okay and i'll even go since we were just on the topic of aj i had aj at 11 so okay i had him pretty close to where you guys did as well and i'll just get my 11 out of the way yeah and then I had Mike Evans, so we've all kind of hit guys we've already covered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, they're all would over. You, I had uh, for twelve though. What do you guys have? Because oh, Pat for eleven. I heard Patrick, say this Patrick and I yet. both have Keenan Allen at eleven. I was okay, wondering when the Chargers were. That was my, that was my twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We both him at him eleven, and you know I am so 
torn because there's a part of me that wants to take out Keenan Allen's name and put Mike Williams there because same. I same. really think that there's a very good chance yeah. that this year, my, if, if he can stay healthy, that Mike Williams, you know, surpasses Keenan Allen surpasses him. Yeah. yeah. Cause Keenan Allen, he, how old is Keenan Allen? The dude's been around for forever. I'm he's not sure. There. I he, think he's he, probably he, like 30. Yeah. Right. Let me, check. Maybe, let me see. Yeah. Check the, Fact check that, um, but yeah. yeah, he's thirty. Okay, I I stand corrected. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely got a couple years left for sure. But Mike Williams I don't is like think it's gonna be Yeah. Okay. And they got a couple young dudes too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I thought they had one dude who was like they have Josh Palmer or third season. Uh, I can't remember. And someone else, but yeah, I I, I don't know. It, it's it's tough to say, but. Keenan Allen 11, number, or Patrick had, yeah, he had 11, uh, Keenan Allen. At number 12, Patrick has Michael Pittman. And I, I like Interesting. it. I like it. I was, you know, and that's much higher than a lot of other people that I've seen at a lot of other draft boards. I have Cortland Sutton at 12. Yeah. Because, because, yes. <laughs> and Shaw's going to hate to hear this when he listens to this episode, but I, I don't see a, I mean, I, I see a world where Jerry Judy is number one wide receiver, but I think Cortland Sutton has done it before. He he did it with Joe Flacco. Okay. Yep. Like, and this is, and we're not talking elite quarterback, Joe Flacco. We're talking like deflated whoopee cushion, Joe Flacco. Like he's yeah, like he's not, he was not it at that time, but Cortland Sutton made it happen. But then, and, and he's had injuries, so I think that's the only thing that would derail the season for him. And Russ is obviously a huge upgrade. That's exactly for you guys. I had for twelve. Cortland Sutton. Sutton at twelve for me. Yeah, yeah I, I, I tossed twelve. You have Keenan. Yeah. yeah, I tossed up Mike Williams and Cortland for number twelve. I think Mike Williams and Keenan are going to be like thirteen, fourteen for me. Like right yeah. next to each other, but I, I took Corlin at twelve just because Russ and like simply because of Russ. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have uh, Patrick wanted us to do this one little thing. Pick someone from the what was it eight to ten or like eight to twelve range and make an argument for them to be the top two. For me, DeAndre Hopkins, easily top two if he's not suspended for the first six games. Okay, but do you know how much he would have to average like per game to get to the top two in playing right, 12 no, no, games? I'm saying, yeah, that's my argument for him, though, is just that if he wasn't suspended for six games, he would easily be a number two. Yeah, but if I that's, was, I mean, that's fair, if I was six four yeah. and, and could <laughs> well, run, because he is a four four, I could probably do that too. But he is suspended. To me, it's Cortland Sutton. I I could totally okay. see him being top five with Russ as like if Russ is still Russ, you know, Mister Unlimited. I think that he could do it. I think Cortland Sutton is a big body, you know, go up and get that 50-50 ball type of wide receiver. Huge red zone guy. Uh, so, 
but now I'm second guessing myself because I forgot that Tim Patrick is still on that team. So I don't know <laughs> if I'm looking at AJ Brown and Keenan tough. Allen and Cortland Sutton for me, I'm tipping Cortland Sutton because I don't see, I don't really see a world where AJ is top five or Keenan. I'll take that. I like that. I would take CD. I had CD at 10. I, I like would that. probably like swap out CD and put him at five instead of Tyreek. I, I could see Tyreek being like at 10. CD yeah. is the re- wide receiver one in Dallas. So it's mm-hmm. probably stupid of me to put him that low. But yeah, he's to me, he's the guy in my list that could be top five out of any of them. What about you, Rob? I'm still going to go D hop. Okay. I, I think you he's the type of dude. He, he could. He can. He, he's had explosives. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I think he's had enough explosive games that they can really use him later in the season. And just either, hopefully, they'll be able to just blow through teams. If my prediction of them going to the Super Bowl is right, mm-hmm. uh, but if not, then hopefully he'll be used a lot in some really close games and get a ton of points that way. So either way, just having a, another gut intuition with him. If, if I'm having to pick somebody from the top 10 that I think, I'm not saying I'm going after him. You can't read my mind for my strategy. That's private. We're going we're gonna to wrap this episode up. I don't, <laughs> I don't want a glimpse into your mind, Rob, at all. Trust me, I, I would not touch the inside of your mind with a 12-foot pole. But <laughs> we're going to wrap it up um, with some you trivia. <laughs> with some trivia. Um you ready for the question? Let's yes, go. Sir. All right. This is, comes from Patrick. Name the three franchises that have appeared in a conference title game every decade since the 1970s. And when I say every decade, I mean full decade, not, not uh, the 2020s. Three franchises have appeared in a conference title game every decade. We should start putting a time. Nah, we should put, start putting a time limit on these things. Two thousand? <laughs> no, since the nineteen seventies. No, since the nineteen seventies, all the way. Oh yeah, to I no the, idea. All the way to the twenty tens. Three oh. franchises. So basically, three <laughs> like you know perennially like excellent franchises that have been good at least one year in those decades. I don't know anything about like the seventies and eighties football, really. Okay, is so, it is it Denver, Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh is supposed to go, Pittsburgh was really good back then, so that makes sense for them. Pittsburgh's I, correct. Denver and Green Bay are not. Okay, Denver's not on there. No, here's a hint. Oh, wow. One of the franchises has moved. L.A. The Rams. The Rams are another one. They were good, but there is yeah, the Rams Raiders might be on there too. There's one more. It's not the Raiders. The Bills. No. Is it the Bills? It's not the Bills. Oh. Last chance. It's not Dallas, is it? That's a good uh that's a good guess. But like no. like back in the day, you know, like like you Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. But they weren't good to like the nineties, I thought. But I don't think they've been there. They definitely didn't weren't there in the twenty tens. Yeah. Rob, no. final guess? It's a poverty franchise. I should have given you that hit, Nick. Uh, 
You can guess again if you want, Nick. It's a poverty franchise. It's like a current poverty franchise. It, I say, it's, it's a team that has never won a Super Bowl. Cleveland? Good guess, but no. Last answer, Rob. Never won a Super Bowl. Um, the Bengals? No, but that's also a good guess. It's the Vikings. The Vikings, the Steelers, and the Rams. Okay. That was a hard one. Um, Typical of Patrick. So I have have a I have uh, another question. What was the team that the Miami Dolphins defeated to keep their undefeated season? The final team. Like in this, the Super Bowl? Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I should know this. <laughs> Why do I feel like they played? Yeah, I feel like I should know this, too. Why do I feel like they played Washington? That's wrong. I can see it on your face. Washington is your answer? I I couldn't even No. Rob, what's your answer? I'm thinking something from you. I don't know. Was it the, the Giants? It was the Redskins. The then called Redskins. <laughs> uh, so congrats to Nick Dang. on getting that one right. Since Patrick's question was so difficult, we will uh you can have a 30-second rant if you want. What's your rant? My 30-second rant is Jerry Judy is going to be the third receiver on Denver's roster this year. Oh. And it's going to be a battle between Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton for wide receiver one this year in Denver. For the simple fact is those two guys are consistent. And I honestly trust them more with the ball than I would Judy at this point. Um, Judy had a better second year than his first, but he still hasn't proved it for me yet. And so until I see that, he's he's wide receiver three on that team. And Tim Patrick and Sutton are going to battle out for one. Okay, that was exactly 30 seconds. That's the, that best, uh, that's the best time that we've had yet. <laughs> All right, that is going to wrap it up for us today. Thank you guys for listening. Again, make sure you follow us on our socials, Instagram and Twitter. Fourth.and.four.com backslash thick booty. <laughs> All right. That's fourth four T H dot and dot four F O U R. Go ahead and follow us and make sure you follow us on whichever uh, streaming service that you are currently listening on. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts right now. Yeah. Stay sweet, everybody. We'll catch you in the next one.